Today's great feast of Pentecost celebrates that moment when the Holy Spirit manifested itself in a powerful way to the disciples and Mary. What is it exactly that the Holy Spirit did for them? Well, to understand the mystery of Pentecost a little bit more clearly, it's necessary to go back to the beginning, the very beginning. That is, the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth. God's act of creation made real something that was not God. It was made by him, it is sustained by him, and so it has a connection to him. But the essence of what creation is, as opposed to what God is, is that God is God and creation is not. And even the highest elements of the created order, that is angels, and human beings created in the image and likeness of God were not God. And while they were in relationship to God in a very powerful way of communion, they did not share his divine nature. And as we know sadly in the course of the history of salvation, Evil entered into the world and corrupted human beings so that they disobeyed God and fell into a state of radical alienation from God, so that they lost the very connection that they had been created with and became completely foreign to God, separated by a gulf that they could never, ever breach. And as we know, the great gift that God gave to us is that in the fullness of time, he sent his only son into the world, the word made flesh, taking upon himself our human nature and being incarnate in the person of Jesus Christ. And in the power of that incarnation through the passion and death and resurrection of Jesus, uh, that total and complete alienation from God was healed. And we could once again be in communion with God. But we still were not God. But Jesus Christ, who is both God and man, in his ascension and his promise to send upon the disciples the Holy Spirit, completed the work of salvation history and the divine providence that God had from time immemorial envisioned for us. Because the sending of the Holy Spirit infused in the disciples' very nature and being the divinity of God. So that as the ancient theologian said, God became man so that man might become God. The Holy Spirit's presence in ourselves divinizes us, makes us 
share in the very divine nature of the Godhead itself as unbelievable and impossible to grasp as that is. And similarly, as little as we may ever feel it in this life, it doesn't make it any less a reality. The Church's proclamation of the Gospel is that the incarnation of the Word made flesh in Jesus Christ not only saves us and restores us to our original innocence and relationship to God, but it transforms that relationship by taking human nature itself up into the divinity and by the bestowing of the Holy Spirit divinizes every human being. And that means you. St. Paul very frequently tells us, as does St. John, that we are children of God. That's not a metaphor. That's a reality. We have become sons and daughters of God, brothers and sisters of the incarnate Word Himself. We share in that divine nature which is why becoming a Christian is such an enormous privilege and blessing, because it maps out for us a destiny that none of us could ever have dreamed of, to become part of the very inner life of the Blessed Trinity, to enter into the divine life itself and live eternally in communion with God, and all those who share, like us, in the Holy Spirit. That is your destiny. That, in fact, is the reality that you participate in even now, though it may not feel like it. And that is why it is so important for us as Christians living in this world to witness to this reality for those who do not have it or do not realize it. For the destiny of all human beings, indeed the destiny of the whole of the created order, is that it all be taken up, as St. Paul says, into one in Christ Jesus, who then presents all of the creation to God his Father, to, so that it may exist forever in a state of complete and absolute communion with him. Our task, as long as we live in this world, is to deepen our experience of the Holy Spirit's presence in our lives and to witness to that presence in the world. That is why the mission to be missionary disciples is so important, to live every day in the light of that immense grace so that anyone we encounter in our lives might be touched by it. God has given us the sacraments of the church to empower us to do this work in the world. And none is more important than this Eucharist, in which we take into ourselves the very body and blood of Christ, and in doing that, intensify our experience of the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. So on this Pentecost Sunday, 
let us rejoice in the gift of the Spirit that we share in. Let us ask God's grace to allow us to live ever more fully and powerfully in the light of that Spirit, so that we may be his disciples to a world that desperately needs him, and that we may all come in good time to the kingdom he has prepared for us.